This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. This is episode 124, where we're going to be talking about a year in review. I am your host, Super Vegan Brian, and I am joined by Kirstie Smurferica. Hola. And David Theobald the Third. Are you going to do the whole thing every time? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Every time. <sighs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> there, you know, I'm not going to, you know what, I, I'm going to take that back because sometimes it'll just be David something something the third. <laughs> I think something something is especially funny because it's one word. I agree. <laughs> um, how are you guys doing, Erica? Uh, I'm here. I'm alive. And David? Oh, I'm sorry. I got a little touch of the cold going around, but uh, I'm, I'm kicking. So if a cough ends up in the track I'm not editing out, he's going to be watching his mute, but there might be some coughs. Yes, I, I apologize in advance. Erica was sick as hell for like the last two episodes she was on. Yeah. That is true. That is true, true, true. Well, and now I'm just it. now I'm just on my period and miserable, so you know it's okay. Dead silence from both men on the podcast, <laughs> I which have, is just I, really fucking weird. I have nothing to say to that. Like, okay then. So we're going to be talking about 2018 today on our podcast and what that was like for us. But first. But first, we're going to play everyone's favorite game where all the hosts discuss what the nerdiest thing they did this week, and then we vote using the Mike Myler patented widget system. What's that ner- What's that? everybody's favorite game called? What's Nerdy with You? Yay! <laughs> and David, you get to go first this morning. Oh, Th- This morning, God, I'm not used to this evening <laughs> recording. Oh, I was like, man. where are you, Brian? Uh, I drove out to Vegas to go hang out with some friends of mine I haven't seen in a while. Uh, my friend Grant, who I go to the Strategicon gaming conventions with constantly, and we used to be ex-roommates. And we hung out for a few days and played some games and watched a lot of Hulu and other nerdy stuff. It was fun. It was a good, good solid couple of days. And then I came back and got sick. <laughs> when I got to ask, though, I know Grant, but Erica doesn't know Grant, and... and oh. um, so describe Grant so we can get a better idea of how nerdy this get-together was. Oh, Jesus. Um, well, I'm a Star Wars nerd, and I love Star Wars more than a lot of things. And Grant is has my passion of Star Wars, but about a lot of things. He loves magic. He loves Pathfinder. He loves all, Starfinder. You, pretty much you name it, he's into it. It's He's awesome. Cool guy to have conversations with, and hopefully he'll be a guest soon. <laughs> I think Grant is who the nerdy stereotype should be. I agree entirely. I, I don't think that the nerdy stereotype works. I've met so many nerds like Grant that mm-hmm. he should be the nerdy stereotype. He is right. bearded and he is intense. <laughs> <laughs> he knows Speaking so much. Speaking of nerdy so stereotypes, 
Have you guys seen the new Toyota Tundra commercial? No, I, I don't watch TV. Okay. Well, I don't either because I don't have TV. But I was just at my in-laws house and they do watch TV. Okay. And it was a Toyota commercial and there was two two different trucks with two different groups of guys in it. So there's three guys in one truck and three guys in another truck. Okay. And in one truck it's like, "Do you did you buy a truck for all terrain and they're like real bro buff like good looking dudes and like splashing through the mud in this truck and they're like yeah or did you buy a truck for mall terrain and then it's like three like heavy set guys that are like all like like the quintessential like nerd like wearing nerd t-shirts and stuff like that and they're like i wonder if we could get like the new action figure and i was like what the actual fuck is this? I was really upset by it. Yeah, what was it? Rage? It sounds like insulting. Me. What the hell? <laughs> it was really insulting. Yeah, how come they didn't cast David? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I I mean, the way you describe it, I pictured David and Michael. <laughs> right? <laughs> probably with Anthony in the back. I mean, probably, yeah. Like, all three of you probably could have taken the place of those guys. All of us pushing up our glasses is, and talking about 40K. <laughs> yes, but the point was, is that there are good-looking, nice guys that are... You, you don't have to be heavy set to, like, be a nerd. And I just felt like it was perpetuating stereotypes. And 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 I, I need you to correct yourself, Erica. Heavy what? set guys can be good-looking, too. Thank you. Did I say <laughs> that they couldn't? Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that was clarified. My husband's heavy set, and he's very good looking. I was going to say, my girlfriend might say, might have something to say about that. I can vouch for that. Yeah, Rusty's drop dead. He is. He is. But that's not the point. The point is, it was perpetuating stereotypes, and it really made me upset. It it was like they the people who wrote the commercial saw one episode of Big Bang Theory. Oh God! Right? Yeah, pretty much. I stopped watching Big Bang Theory when they when they made playing D and D into a punchline. <laughs> I never really watched it. I watched like a few episodes and I was like, okay. Well, I think was... they're finally starting to listen to fan complaints though, because they finally put a female nerd on the show who's actually like real and not like yeah. fake. I just I remember the episode where they were all playing Dungeons and Dragons, and every time they'd say, "Oh, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons," they'd pause for a laugh. It's like seriously, what the hell? That's that's not a joke. Yeah. Do you know who plays Dungeons and Dragons that I think's awesome? Me? I mean, yeah, but other than <laughs> me. You asked. No, I mean, <laughs> not really. But um, <laughs> no, um, like the the guy from the Fast and Furious movies. I forget oh, his name. Oh, uh, Vin Diesel. Yeah, he's a huge D and D nerd, and I just thought that was awesome. I I'm gonna invent. And- Award, award for the podcast. What? Eric is going to get best tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What was nerdy with you this week, Erica? <laughs> <laughs> so, what was nerdy with me this week is I discovered a well, Amelia discovered a TV show, and we binge watched it. It's called We Bear Bears. Have you seen the show? What's it on? Cartoon Network. No, never heard of it. I am not it's, the target demographic. I'm not. No, I've never heard of the show. It's fucking fantastic. It's up there with like 
Oh God, I can't even think of it. What's the the one with the journal? It's not coming to me. I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh my God. I'm blanking. I'm blanking. I'll remember it later. Yeah. But like there's a bunch. Okay. So Cartoon Network has, is like come out with like really, re- like Adventure Time, right? Adventure and Time. And stuff like that. Yeah. Like cartoons that adults could also enjoy. And this is definitely one of them. Like it's super adorable. It's about three bears that are brothers. But they're not really, because one's a grizzly bear, and one's a panda bear, and one's a polar bear. And it's, it, you just gotta watch it. It's hilarious. It's hilarious, and it's adorable. And I fucking binge-watched it. And Ice Bear is my favorite. And you're not gonna get that until you see it. So. I'm, I'm gonna give you points for watching something we've never heard of. I, yeah. If that's not nerdy, I don't know what else is. Right? <laughs> I mean, well, I've been binging. Uh, Hulu got put a uh, Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law up. I've been binging that. Oh my god, did it? Did they? I need to yeah, watch those. All four seasons are up. I love that show. Um, we've been watching uh, the marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon. I've heard good things. Uh, it's really good. We just finished the first season. I'll have to check it out. But I, I like Brian. anything. I like anything. Period. I like period stuff. Brian, guess what I just did. What? I put a motherfucking link in the Facebook chat so people could just click on it and see it. Because, you know, that's the polite fucking thing to um, do. You should probably put a link to it up on the Facebook page then so the people listening can also. <laughs> no, that's Brian's domain. I was speaking. Oh, as, never mind. We Bear Bears. Wow. Never heard of it. Gotta watch that. It's adorable. We're- oh, and I also binge watched a sh- Japanese anime called magical girls oh which i've is seen also that that's very, really very freaking good, good. Yeah. i've seen that what was my nerdy thing i binge watch we bear bears nice hey brian what's nerdy with you this let's be nerdy with you oh you get points for that david um <laughs> what was nerdy with you this week and i'm gonna pull from michael's playbook i got a present my wife gave me a present so you bought a hat <laughs> no <laughs> Well, he always he always uses his presence as his nerdy things because this is like amazing. It was something I wanted. Remember last week I said I got a Bob Ross bobblehead. It was more than a week ago, but yes. Yeah, well, last episode, um, Heather got me a Deadpool dressed as Bob Ross bobblehead. Oh, that's awesome! Aww. it's amazing, and it's on my desk right now. I'll take that, a picture of it and put it on the Facebook. That's so cool. Let's see. Links for Facebook. All right. Erica, you take over the talking while I type stuff. Okay. So back to We Bear Bears. The <laughs> cast for, for We Bear Bears um, includes, I don't know who Eric Edelstein is, but maybe somebody else does. But these are the people I do know. Dimitri Martin is Ice Bear, and he's fucking hilarious. Jason Lee is Charlie. Who was the one you didn't know? Eric Edelstein. Eric Edelstein. Let's see who. And there's also Bobby Movian. Movian. I'm sorry. I recognize his face. I've seen him before. I'm not entirely sure what I know him from, though. Well, apparently he was in Shameless, Jurassic World. He oh, he was a supervisor, Jurassic World. And he plays Chad in the in the cartoon Clarence. I think I saw him on Brooklyn Nine Nine on an episode, 
and in other things in episodes. Yeah, and then Bobby Moynihan. I really, I'm, I'm just oh, butchering that name. Moynihan. Yeah, he's a stand-up comedian. Yeah, so he plays Panda. Okay. So. Ugh, man, I think I'm, I think I'm missing a lung. Uh, if, it shows up, if it shows up over there, um, just send it back. Okay. So, David, you got four widgets. Who do you vote for? Oh, you know, as as awesome as your Deadpool bobblehead is, binge watching a show, I do it a lot myself, so I have to give all four of mine to uh, Erica. Yay! And Erica? Um, hmm. I mean, a bobblehead is very cool, so I will give you one, but I'm also going to give David my other three. Yay, thank you. You're welcome. And I Brian, would, who I do would, you give your widgets to, Brian? Well, I would give Erica all of my widgets, but she got the longest tangent ever. So I'm going to give her all of my widgets plus one of Michael's. So he got the extra dimensional portal fix and you're able to go reach through and grab one of his widgets? No, it's, it's you know, when I send the widgets to the winner... I don't usually send them all. Some fall out of the box, and I have a little box filled with discarded widgets. <laughs> okay. That makes they, sense. Well, they, they sometimes gain awareness and leave on their own. You know, if you pour milk on them and eat them as a breakfast cereal, they're not too bad. I need to try that. A little, little cinnamon, little sugar, not too bad. Um, some joke about creating a mutant neighbor. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> God, we've been doing this. We've been doing this another year. I can't believe it. <laughs> um, we did you mean 43 it's a new year? It's a new year and we're going to discuss all the episodes from the last year, Brian? Is that yeah, what we're, we're going to do? Every single episode, one at a time. No, we're not going to do that. Man, oh. it's like we're doing a year in review episode or something. What? <laughs> we, we recorded 45 episodes this year. Wow. Well, as a, from January as to January. To from January to January, we recorded 45. Well, because we started this every two weeks thing. Which I think is a good plan. It, and seems, to be, it seems to be working out so far. There were... David, you're more of the expert than I am because you're like a listener. <laughs> How many episodes did we skip this year? Two? Or uh, just two, one? I think it was two total. I honestly would have to go back and check. It's been a while. Yeah, we had a holiday and then we had a, um, something went wrong... Yeah. Because I couldn't be there, and the person that was going to record couldn't. Yeah. I tried. I no, tried everything. No one is blaming you. I, I mean, forgot. I'm, I, I'm yeah. not. Brian might be, but I'm not. <laughs> I No, I, I wouldn't do that. I mean, you did your absolute best. I, I sound sarcastic, but I'm not being. You, you did. You did. <laughs> um, so let's talk about 2018. Um, I want to share something I discovered this year that I'm in love with. Um, late in the year, I came across, um, it's been around for a few years, but I just came across Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. What? It's a podcast called Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, and it, it uses sacred text study methods, like Bible study methods from different religions, and it uses them to study Harry Potter. It treats Harry Potter as if it was a sacred text. Nice. It's really good. It it they go critically into the book and try to get life lessons from it. That sounds interesting. No, it's it's really good. 
It's done by the Panoply uh, Podcast Network. I haven't checked out their other stuff yet, but I fully plan on it. I just want you to know, because you can't see it, but I'm definitely making the what the fuck face, just so you know. Huh. Okay. Explain what, your what the fuckery. Well, I, I mean, it's not a religious text, obviously. And it's to a some, lot of to some fun. Some people it is. But, like, I mean, if you can't just read the book and get the life lessons out of it, like, don't be evil, don't fuck around, and, you know, or fuck with people and shit like that, just be, like, a good person, why do you you need to study a book like a religious text to get those lessons? Like, I I feel like it's, like... I think it's targeted at the people who grew up with Harry Potter, and a lot of people use Harry Potter, the books, as a place of comfort. And they found that a lot of people, when they go through bad times in life, they actually read those books and they reread them. And it gives oh, well, them comfort. I can see that because yeah. Harry gets a gets the short end of a stick. See, that makes a lot more sense than like, like that's more life affirming than it is like religious jealousy. Well, yeah. Well, one of the one of the things that. Um, Which I think the, might be a word I just made up. The two hosts of the show are both divinity school students. And um, they they're at Harvard and they're they basically were given an assignment once to do a secular text, but treat it as a sacred text that they, you know, for their studies. And then they were like, OK, we can do that as a podcast for Harry Potter. And people really appreciate it. They get a lot of they get a lot out of it. It's it's really good. Ah, the cat Hello. just clawed the crap out of my leg. Ow. You to piss the cat off. Nothing that it just, you know of. I was turning in my chair and she was she screamed and clawed at me. Well, there's your problem. Oh, it wasn't Momo. It was Momo. Oh, okay. Zoe wouldn't be in my lap. If Zoe was in my lap, you know, because she does this weird thing where she'll just randomly go in my lap and then bitch and complain while she's sitting there. She'll <laughs> like growl and stuff. And I'm like, why do you want to sit here? Why are you on my lap if you hate me so much? <laughs> That is hilarious. Okay, well, that sounds a lot better from that angle. Like, I thought we were talking, like, some, like, spaghetti-based, like, religious thing going on. But that makes more sense. So, really, they're just pulling out... What? So, were you trying to talk about the flying spaghetti monsters? Yes, thank you. Okay. Erica, do you have any big discoveries in 2018? Um... See, I don't think that's fair to ask me because I'm one of those people where when I discover something, I go, oh, great, that's a new thing. And then five minutes later, it's just an accepted thing. And I forget that I didn't know about it like last year or five well, I minutes. I can bring ago. up something that Erica discovered in 2018 because she shared it with me. What? Hidden Brain. Yeah, that was a really good podcast. See, I've just always assumed that it's been there since then. Yeah. Hidden Brain's a really cool podcast from uh, NPR. I really love it. Brian, you can talk about more it. about it. Oh, I need to talk more about it. It's um, it's hosted okay, by so a guy. In, in transparency, guys, <laughs> I'm high on Benadryl right now because <laughs> I couldn't stop sneezing. And so my mental facilities are not firing correctly. Okay, so, yes, so Brian, you're going to need to explain it's this. It's an NPR podcast that's hosted by a guy that I can't remember his name. And they like talk about, yeah, he has a really nice voice. And they talk about um, 
things about the brain that you wouldn't think about normally. And it, it just goes into detail about things like they did an episode on um, the psychological um, the psychological profile on pilots. And they've done other things like that. It's very cool. It sounds cool. I um, was listening to um, This American Life this year, and they did an episode on uh, horseshoe crabs. And I never knew how big of a deal horseshoe crabs were. Did you know that that we harvest their blood for pharmaceuticals, for pharmaceutical testing? I remember we had this conversation. Oh, on did the we? Yes. Yeah, year in review. Oh. No, yes, I did their, not know their, that. That's weird. Their blood is blue because of the copper. Yeah, and they use it to test for bacteria and pharmaceuticals. They've been doing it since like the 1800s. Wow, that's yeah. Very- I think it was either this year or last year, or the year before, they started doing synthetic blood to um, take to ease off the horseshoe crabs a bit. Mm. The problem is, is if the horseshoe crabs aren't needed for pharmaceuticals, they chew them up for bait. So it actually was kind of good that they were using them for pharmaceuticals because they were actually taking them in, withdrawing their blood, and then returning them into the ocean. Do you mean that we may be over-harvesting our world? What? Uh, Is that a thing? Apparently. David, I mean, do you have any heavy... Mathematically, with how many billion of people, what, 7.8 billion people, right? There's um, been a sharp incline the amount of people... In the last hundred years, due to the industrial revolution, which seven point five three, yeah, which I can't say the bad thing, but we're literally trending to have eleven, almost twelve billion people by like like two thousand fifty. And if we're at that, or is it no, no, by the end of tw- by like twenty one hundred. And if we're at that point, like we're already stressing the world's resources as it is. You know, it's 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 definitely you know we're gonna we're gonna start seeing shit like uh and and I feel like this is relevant for a world in review. I'm just saying this isn't a tangent. This is fucking relevant shit. We're gonna get to the point where getting coffee is a fucking issue because we can't get coffee beans or chocolate and stuff like that. Things that we take for granted right now, we're not gonna be able to get because those resources are gonna be over farmed. One of the cool things that IBM is working on right now is using artificial intelligence to help increase the food supply. So, so Erica, what you're really saying, though, is that you support Thanos and his ideals. Good to know. Oh, yeah. Don't give Erica the Infinity Gauntlet. That would be a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. What I support is I support proper family planning and medical care. Thanos 2020? (laughs) <laughs> no but anyway moving on um yeah for me I, I i mean one of my favorite episodes i one of the best things i think i've learned was how many habaneros it takes to make brian sick <laughs> oh how God. many is that it was oh, four you, i think wasn't it uh, <laughs> you, you need to listen to that episode <laughs> so um, good. i think i ended up eating like six was it? I, I well, remember four. The, it was probably I, more. I, I had to eat four because of bad answers to the questions, but then I just kept on eating them. <laughs> I was in so much pain. Uh, yeah, we're trying so to play Epic Spell Wars, idea. and he just stands up and goes, I'll be right back, and like runs to the bathroom. <laughs> ah! Uh, that was good. Hey, you know what's worse than eating habaneros or suffering them within your stomach? Vomiting them back up. 
<laughs> I, I would all- like to point out no no in the in the span of this episode, I would like to point out that we have talked about vomiting and shitting. But the moment I said that it was my time of the month, you both got fucking silent. That's because like I it don't was the weirdest fucking grossest thing that made. No, have no, ever no, happened. no. That's, I that's, didn't that's not why at all. I just didn't have anything to say to that. I know. I didn't want to try and make a stupid joke because that's not something to laugh about. <laughs> oh, continue habaneros. I, you know. The, the best way to know when Erica's going through that is you see the red eyes and the, the horns growing out of her head. Uh. Yeah, they're harder to cover up. <laughs> Makeup doesn't quite cover it. <laughs> oh, man. Title of the episode, Erica's period <laughs> makes her horny. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh hilarious. Well, you know, that might actually increase people listening. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you should. It'd be funny. No, no. I think it'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I was a very avid listener to the show. And then now, and then the last couple of months or so, I did have joined the show. And it's been a lot of fun so far. So my, my year listen, review is I can't wait to now that you join this show, do you listen still? Uh, I do. It's yeah. part of my normal Wednesday, well, every other Wednesday routine. <laughs> yeah, 123 episodes in, it's kind of hard to break that habit. Right? I, I try to listen every once in a while. I'm not, I'm not very good about it. Yeah. Well, it's me. It's, I have to have something going on in the background when I'm at work. I mean, what I do at work is very skilled and specialized, but it is also mundane, repetitive, and boring. So... I have to have something to keep the other half of my mind occupied or I'll go insane. Um, there yeah, were I can few... definitely see that. I have to, because I do a lot of, like, I do a lot of talking with customers, but I also do a lot of, like, creating contracts and stuff like that. That are It's very detailed, so I really have to pay attention to, like, all the tiny things. Mm-hmm. But um, I have to have, like, music. No words in the music, but just music, like, going. So that I can like focus. Otherwise, it's like falling asleep. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm in manufacturing. I have to have something to be able to switch the, the that side of my brain off while I'm focusing on measurements and keeping making and keeping things in order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have to use a microscope? Yes. Yes, I do. Do you have to use those? Um, I can't remember what they're called, but it's like um, it's like a microscope hooked up to a computer, uh, and it does all the measurements for you. We have several of those. Uh, I don't have to work, use one of those, but I work with several people that do. I um I have to say the most memorable thing in my year this year was moving to Oregon. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> I have to say that was probably the most impactful. I found that um, domestic life has made me less nerdy, but I don't think it's that. I think it's more I just don't have friends out here yet. <laughs> There is, I, I have definitely become less nerdy ever since I stopped being able to hang out with my nerdy friends all the time. Because when everybody moved away and we all, it's like now I, I pretty much come home, do my own thing, and I do nerdy stuff when I can. But it used to be like all nerdy stuff all the time. So I, I have the entire episode list for this year in the outline. Erica, what was your favorite episode of 2018? 
I don't know. I feel like I need to address that being married has not made me any less nerdy than I already was. No, you're you've been kind of impressive. Mm-hmm. Like I I think it helps that my husband is also a nerd and we like both enjoy the doing the same things and watching the same things. So, yeah. But my favorite episode, oh gosh. Uh, I really enjoyed our nerdy parenting episode. That was fun. Um, And I loved our Rick and Morty episode because I'm obsessed with Rick and Morty. Rick and Uh, Morty one was a good one. Yeah, it's Rick and Morty. I mean, it's one of those fucking things where, like, like, it took me two whole episodes to really get it. Like, I, I was like, okay, this is mildly entertaining. And then by, like, the third episode, I was like, this is fucking hilarious. And I don't think it has anything to do with, like, the episodes themselves. I think it takes at least three episodes to establish the characters. Otherwise, you have no idea why they're acting however the fuck they're acting. So, but I liked that one. Yeah, I was going through the list, and I came across a few that I don't remember. Um, Empty Nerdkestra, I was like... We did a karaoke episode? Yeah. I don't remember that. Was it random oh. topic and we just ended up talking about karaoke? Um, I think it was. because yeah, that sounds right. Because I think I had just done karaoke for like my birthday. And then we were talking about it and you were doing, you were talking about your karaoke and then you found a new place. It was a bunch of stuff. But I remember my ultimate favorite one was. The one where we talked about the sex party I went to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, then, and you kept calling it a sex party. And then I finally brought it up that everybody didn't think of that as a sex party. <laughs> it's a sex party. <laughs> it's a party where we're talking about sex. That makes it a sex party, right? Yeah. It, and by the, it, it by the strictest very, definition. Yes. Yeah. Um. I thought of something I should have included as my nerdy thing. I got totally overwhelmed by my amazing Bob Ross Deadpool. Um, I went to karaoke when mom was here and she came. It was the first time my mom ever watched me do karaoke. Oh, what mom thing? She loved it. She thought it was great. But the highlight of the evening was a woman singing Psycho Killer. Psycho Killer. (laughs) (laughs) Fa, 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 fa. Yeah, it yeah. was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. She even sang the French parts. Wow. It's a talking head song. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sure I've heard oh! it. Oh, speaking of which, guess what? I, um, I introduced my friends to a band that they had never heard of, and it blew my fucking mind. Oingo Boingo. Oh, my yeah. God. My friends, Nick and Steph, I can't remember what it was, but they started, they said something, and they started singing Dead Man's Party. Right. And they were like, what is that? I'm like, what? So then I had to play Dead Man's Party for them. They were like, oh, this is really good. And we ended up listening to the whole album. But I thought it was really, I was like, what do you mean you've never heard of Oingo Boingo? It's Danny Elfman. What is wrong with you people? But in fairness, they're like eight years younger than me. So. I, I think my favorite thing about Boingo Boingo is how obscure they've become, even though they were a mainstream band. Yeah. 
Because I know a lot of people who have never heard of him before. Um, I, um, one thing I like that we did this year on the podcast was random episodes. I think we did a lot. I think we did a good amount of them. I think we should do more this year. Okay. Yeah. I also think I should be in charge of naming the episodes because I come up with the best names. (laughs) I had a couple of good ones. I, I don't think I can, in good conscience, name the episode what you want me to name this one after I said, made that joke. <laughs> oh. um, what was your favorite episode in 2018, David? Uh, well, I mean, I have to say the the, the live Hot Topic. Yeah, the, it was the, the first you, one I was on. I mean, <laughs> that he was might be biased. Any, any episode with Anna is a lot of fun to listen to. I love the episodes with Odin. He's awesome. If um, you... If you scroll down on the Facebook page quite a bit, you could actually know if you go to the video sections on the on the Facebook page, you can watch us eat the hot peppers. Yes, you can watch Brian suffer. Ah, I wish I was on Facebook. Well, I didn't get sick till about an hour after. Oh, I know, but it was still fun. Oh, it hurts so bad. It was oh, I don't even want to think about it. Um, I think one of my big highlights was the Power Rangers episode. The Power Rangers episode was a lot of fun. It showed just how much I thought I knew about them, and I really didn't. <laughs> that was your first guest after being on the Hot yes, Topic? Yes, it was. <laughs> I was on that episode, right? I don't know. I, I remember can't. talking about Power Rangers, but I can't remember if David was there or not. I definitely was there, so I, I don't know. Maybe. I'll have to go back and check. To SoundCloud. No. I should I'd, probably include the list of hosts in the um, show notes. I haven't been doing that. Yeah, not a bad idea. It's whatever. I remember talking about Power Rangers at one point and talking about like how I was introduced to the Power Rangers, which was like the very first time they aired in the US. Like we waited for like weeks for that shit. Oh, I remember com- I I remember running home from school to be able to watch episodes as they came on at three at uh three thirty or whatever time four o'clock or whatever time it was. I remember doing that for the first show. I think I did that for one or two seasons. Yeah, well, I was in fifth grade, yeah. so I was a little older. How yeah, was, old are you? I'm 32. I was in the target demographic for that show. I was like, I was like 10 at the time. Oh no, I was like 10 when it came out, and I'm 35. Like, okay, when then I was like seven when it came out. Yeah. No, it was well, a long time ago, and my memory's bad. So, well, seven is like 10. It is a number. Uh No, I was in fifth grade, and I'm a year ahead. So I was nine. Now, so you was were, nine. You, Erica, you were on podca- on episode 100, Podcasting Nerds, Oh, How They Grow Up. I don't remember that episode. What did we talk about? I don't remember that episode either. Oh, that was, we were talking about um, the podcast and how the forms changed and how the hosts have changed and how we've developed it over, you know, over time. It was like our year two anniversary. Oh, Okay. It, well, it was, I think it was our 100th episode. That Something makes sense. Like that. It was in July, I think. I know this time last year, we did um, 2017 is over looking to the future. Instead of doing a li- instead of doing a year in review, we did what's the future going to look like. I should re-listen to that episode and see what we said. <laughs> and we had Anna Meyer on that episode. That was a good one. I remember yes, it being it was. good. Yeah. I wasn't officially part of the podcast yet. Really? When did I was still a guest host. Oh, you were. I I thought you were an occasional co-host. I was. That's right. I was an occasional. Yeah. So you were official. 
I love how the title keeps changing. It's great. Yeah, you weren't an assistant producer producer yet. Or no, associate producer. Yeah, I was gonna because say I'm an assistant associate. makes it sound like you're my secretary. That's I would rather die. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I would make a terrible secretary. Yeah, if if Erica was a secretary, she'd be on Murphy Brown as one of the secretaries they bring in for her. I'm gonna just wait for the crickets because I don't expect either of you to get that joke. <laughs> I, I actually do get that joke. I've seen a fair bit of Murphy Brown. Did you get it, Erica? I've, yeah, I've seen Murphy Brown. Oh wow! I, I you know I watched the, the new one. That was a cool thing this year. Was the new Murphy Brown? It's actually pretty good. Yeah, I still don't get the joke, but I've watched Murphy Brown, so oh, I'm that waiting for you. You would be such a bad secretary that you would be on Murphy Brown as one of her secretaries. Like you're the mm-hmm. you're like an iconic bad secretary. I was saying I'd be a bad secretary because I'd be telling you what you were doing wrong all the time and how to fix it. You do that as associate producer. I know. <laughs> I would be a worse secretary. <laughs> oh man. Um. David, what was your favorite episode title this year? Oh, jeez. Uh, sex look party, sex party, sex party. <laughs> sex party was a good one. It was a good one. I'll tell you but, my favorite, if it'll help. Um, how Rick and Morty will bring the X-Men to the MCU. Because was it wasn't the topic at all. No. <laughs> it was not. No. I also like why answer super nerdy and super horny. <laughs> we had some good topics this year. Oh, I like the one uh, that Brent was on, the We Can Do Better Than Drow. Yeah, I was going to say, We Can Do Better Than Drow is pretty good. <laughs> Which, by the way, is really funny because the Wi-Fi in my house, I have two, two bands, right? Mm-hmm. And one is called Loaf's Dominion, uh, and the other one's called Neverwinter. That's funny. I was, ta- looking, I was looking at my neighbor's Wi-Fi in its Hufflepuff common room. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. What, what, what did you name yours, Brian? Um, it's just Heather's name. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's just her 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 web handle. Oh, uh, okay. Ghost mine's, Town Girl. Uh, my, mine's Death Star. So all my all my computers that are tied to the network are named after Imperial fighter craft. I've got the tie the, the tie fighter, the tie defender, the lambda. The uh, I've had um when I set up temporary ones, I've I've called them FBI van. That's not bad. Um, I don't. Weren't you like Hacker Group or something, Arca? Yeah, it used, mine used to be Hacker Group LLC. <laughs> uh, when, when when we uh, lived in the apartment in Long Beach, we were uh, I think it was what was it? It was it was the generic one they give you for a while, and then we changed it to uh, uh, Nerds R Us, and then it changed back to the uh, to the uh, generic one they give you when we changed routers. <laughs> mm. So they gave me a generic one, and I absolutely had to change it because oh, yeah. it, it was silly clowns. <laughs> and I was like, of all the fucking things it could have been, it had to be clowns. That's motherfuck. So I had to change it. Have you seen the world's best um, passive aggressive Wi-Fi names? I've seen several lists of those. Oh, they're, they're so good. good. Um, my favorite one is. Um, Sorry for loud sex at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the one where the neighbors were having a, a, a conversation by changing their their router names constantly. Yeah. <laughs> and one was like, turn down your music. And then it was like, sorry about that. <laughs> That's funny. 
Please bring vodka to apartment 1310. <laughs> <laughs> um, my friends at uh, Genevieve and Ben, I think theirs is, uh, oh, God, what was it? Oh, Mount Doom. And then, like, the password was one does not simply walk into Mordor. That's pretty good. I thought it was really clever. I was yeah. like, fucking it. <laughs> There's a great one where they changed it to I can hear you having sex. And they changed their Wi-Fi name to I can hear you whacking off to it. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, my, my network's called Death Star, and I have a great password for it. But I don't want to say it loud on the air. So Why? Because then I'd have to change it, and I don't want to change it. <laughs> Somebody would have to be in fucking range of your house. And Not know necessarily. They'd have to know where you live. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't trust the internet that much. <laughs> Yeah, let's not get you. Let, let's not get you doxxed. Yeah, that would be bad. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, how funny! I'll tell you later. I'm just not going to say it here. So All there. Right. Yeah. Bonus episode, maybe. There you go. Pay us for it. Bonus episode. <laughs> Pay for David's Wi-Fi password. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put it on the Patreon <laughs> only for uh. patrons. You can have. <laughs> Exactly. There you go. You want my Wi-Fi password? Go on Patreon. Oh, go to talk Patreon. about pouring yourself out for for views. It could be like be like my pin number only on Patreon. <laughs> Every week on Patreon, I reveal one more number of my debit card. <laughs> I won't. I won't tell you the order. I will just reveal a number. Well, see, that's no good because people like me who know. What visas and MasterCards and stuff are supposed to start with, we'd know how to put that in order. I, I, I know that was the joke. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I have to say my favorite episode of the year was probably the comedy one with Brent that we just did. That was real that was a good episode. That was a lot of fun. He's 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 a very funny man. I, he is. And he's a very smart man. I didn't expect an episode about comedy be as serious as it was. Yeah, it we got was, into, we got into some some rather ethical uh, ethical yeah. territory there. It was pretty good. It was um, out of it was definitely out of my comfort zone as a podcaster, and I, mm -hmm. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Oh, it wasn't out of mine because I mean, when you're thinking about like comedy in general, you have to talk about the psychology behind it. Like it it only makes sense that there would be so much psychology behind it. So I was super intrigued. One of That's the why best I kept things, interrupting. One of the best things we did was um the Dresden Files episode with you yeah. two. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah but we finally did the X Files. Yeah, yeah. Oh speaking of Jim Butcher, Brian, have you read it yet? I it took me a while to read it, and I my my library copy went expired, and I just got it back and just started reading it again. So I'm not okay. done yet. Okay, hurry up, damn it! I want to talk about it. What? Uh, the the Codex Alera. Oh yeah, I've already read it. We can talk about that. That's what I'm saying. Hurry up, Brad! I want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm love almost the done. Codex. That was fucking fabulous. Yes, it's it was. really good. I'm almost done. I just need to read the last book. Like it was so different. I loved it. Yeah, I won't get into it any further. But the I love I love the idea of theories. That was mm -hmm. so cool. Yep. I I love the idea that you he doesn't reveal the context of what's going on and you have to figure it out. Yes. That the, that the lost Roman legion ended up on some other world. Yeah, it's great. When I figured that out, I was like, whoa, all right, that makes so much sense. 
because the, the the whole military is completely based around the centurion units and you know uh-huh. working on cohorts yeah. and when i was right. first reading it i was like oh it's just based on rome so it's like rome i didn't realize it actually was rome <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of cool and that's not even the point of the whole thing it's just a neat little detail hidden behind it Mm-hmm. I love it. It's, it's yeah. a really good series, and it's a complete deviation from what else what the, what else he's known for. And I still can't wait for that for the, the next resin to come out. So I didn't include this on the outline, um, but I have a question, and I'll give you just a second to think about it. Um, who are you guys now? I mean, we've done we've done um, you know like introductions to who we are type episodes, but like 2019, who are you now? Like what? Who are you as a nerd? Which one of you wants to go first? I mean, I don't mind going first because I don't think anything about me has changed. Like, I've always, you know. No, no. I'm still me. I'm still a mom and a wife and a nerd that loves all things nerdy. Like, I don't even think there's nerdy things that I don't like. Like, I'm pretty sure there's not. Do you play 40K? Like, I like 40K. Yeah, I've played Damn, before. Right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, like, I don't own my own set or anything, but I've helped people paint their minis and I've watched the games and I understand how it works. So, okay, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, what? like, I'm, I dabble in a lot of things. What video games are you playing now? I am currently playing God of War. On what platform? PlayStation, the only one that's worth anything. Not the console. PCs are a different animal. Agreed. So, um, yeah, I was explaining to somebody the other day, and I realized this is what happened. Like my my console like life, like from the very beginning. So, like we had we had an, an NES, and then we had an SNES, and then we had a Sega. Then we had um, a PlayStation 1. And those were all the consoles I had growing up. But I always had a PC. So we had a PC and I'd have to start playing my games. You know, you had to start them up in DOS. Because, like, that's how you had to start the games up. And over time, like, from PlayStation till, like, Xbox 360, like... All I had was my PC. Like, I never did anything but PC gaming. And then my brother got an Xbox, and I was like, oh, that's all right. That's cool. And then my husband, my first husband, got a 360. And the way he got it was hilarious. It was very him. He showed up. It was just before Christmas. And he goes, hey, Whiff, I got us a, a gift. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I got I got us a gift to share. And he, like, opens up the box, and it's an Xbox 360. And I'm like, I didn't want an Xbox 360. How is this a game for me? And then he opens up, like, this other one, and it's a rock band. And it's, like, all the rock band stuff. And he's like, look, it has a microphone, and you can sing while I play. And I was like, okay. That's fine that you just spent like $500. It's okay. <laughs> I loved Rock Band. So much fun. I because it was the one game that I was just guaranteed to be good at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I couldn't I do not have 
the hand-eye coordination to like do the guitar. Neither do I. Um, I was good on the drums and, but I'm really good at singing. And there was a, there was a uh, achievement you could do where you played all of the songs without pausing all the way through. It took us like six hours. Um, And you got like this clear microphone that your character could hold. It was like the, you know, like the achievement or whatever. And we fucking did that shit. It took us like six and a half hours. I almost lost my voice uh, because we timed that shit. Like from the time the song ended and your score came up and the audience applause and the next song started, you had exactly 28 seconds. So in that 28 seconds, you dropped your controller, you ran to the bathroom, you took a piss or whatever it was, (laughs) and you ran back. Or you got a drink or whatever it was. Because if you hit pause, you could not get that achievement. And yep. we, we fucking did it. We finished it at like 5 o'clock. No, it was like 4 o'clock in the morning. And one of our friends that worked third shift as a security guard had come over. And by the time we finished, had made us breakfast. So we ate breakfast right after we were done. And then we went to sleep. It was really fun. That's incredible. So. <laughs> Well, but you we win have... nerdy thing for forever. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not. I, really... I don't know. I can't think of any nerdy thing I've ever done in my entire life that tops that. That's pretty damn awesome. <laughs> Back when I was a kid, uh, my next door neighbor and best friend Justin, we uh, we combined uh, Axis and Allies, Pacific Assault, Monopoly, and one other board game, and wrote our own game and played it for like three straight weeks leaving it set up in his garage, making shit up as we go. It was amazing. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Matt and I played Risk, Diplomacy, and Axis and Allies at the same time. We were playing with, um, who were we playing with? This was in high school. It was a couple of our high school friends, but we had them all next to each other on three different tables and we all did our turns and went to the next game and did all did our turns and went to the next game and all did our turns. That sounds about right. That was a fun thing to do. (laughs) And I think it was about six hours of gameplay. Well, I tangented on myself because (laughs) what I was trying to say is we got that Xbox and then I had the 360 And then when I decided to get a new console, I was like, well, I already have a 360, so I'll get an Xbox One. So I got an Xbox One. And if it wasn't for Rusty wanting a PlayStation to play Horizon Zero Dawn, I probably would have had no reason to buy a PlayStation. And then I bought a PlayStation 4, and I have no idea why I ever spent my money on an Xbox, ever. It's the best console system, the end. And I'm just like, how did I never know this? That's our name of the episode. It's PlayStation is the best. All you Xbox fans can suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I agree, but uh, I'm not. (laughs) Uh, Um, I just don't know how I never knew this thing. I was like, how did like, and I had a PlayStation way back when, and I played Final Fantasy VII, it was one of my favorite games, and I had all the Chocobo, and, you know, and I loved it. And then at some point, I became a PC-only gamer, and then when I went back into consoles, it was like, 
it was like, oh, well, this is what I have. So why, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, you are a fully nerdy human being and you are a mom and you've worked full time and you've managed to pull it off. And I still to this day have no idea. I mean, hell, when you were when you were just you and Amelia, you did full time school, full time work and were a full time nerd. And I still don't know how you did that. And a full time mom. Yeah, yeah. It was a hard it was a hard gig. Um, David, mm-hmm. who are you as a nerd in 2019? Oh, geez. Um, well, the full time job kind of puts a, a, a kibosh on the, the, you know, staying up all night and being that kind of that kind of gamer nerd person. Like when I was unemployed, I would be on I'm sitting on my computer playing online games till all hours of the night. When I was before living with other people who were all late night, nighttime gamers, we'd be doing stuff constantly. It was a lot of fun. My, my life has calmed down quite a bit from that. I still play video games on computer mostly. I have a PS4. I don't really use it much. It's plugged in. I'm looking at it. But yeah, it's, I, I, haven't, I haven't turned it on in a while. Um, I mean, I'm just trying to you know stay relevant to things I do. I'm trying to keep up with Pathfinder stuff. I'm still going to gaming conventions. The strategic cons are so much fun. Great way to great way to spend a holiday weekend when you don't have anything else going on. Cool. And, uh, yeah, I agree I, with you. Yeah, I mean it's it's the, 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 you guys are both older than me, so it's going to sound trite. But the older I get, the more I realize just how un, uh, un unsustainable the lifestyle I used to live truly is. <laughs> well, what was the lifestyle you used to live? Uh huh. Um, sorry, what was that? You I, I was just going to say. Don't we all go through that in our twenties where we stay up all night and yeah, work all I, night? Or work, I know work Erica all night, used all to night. party pretty hard. Yeah, we used to. Uh, play, but, there was a time when when I yeah. lived in that apartment in Long Beach with Grant and my other roommates. We we party hardy. It was a lot of we had a lot of fun. But, I think uh, you have to do that. I think people who didn't do that really missed out. Yeah, it's it's almost like a rite of passage almost. Yeah. Well, your twenties is the time that your body is able to do that shit. Yeah. Right? Like I, try, I try and stay up all night now, and I just, no, I, just, I can't. No, like, you hit, and I was explaining this to my friend, Alan. Your body, this is scientific, completely scientific. Your body is continuously growing at a rapid rate until you hit the age 24. And once you hit 24, you are at the peak that you will ever be in your entire existence. And then your cells can no longer replicate correctly, and you start dying from that moment. You start deteriorating. So the things you could do in your 20s, there's absolutely no fucking way you could do in your 30s and 40s and 50s and as you get older. So, I mean, fucking live that shit up. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I'm still a huge nerd. I still play games. I got into 40K not too long ago, but... I'm still painting an army for slowly. And, and you do those really cool war games. You've done oh, that since yeah. I've known you. Yeah, those are so much fun. Uh, the only time I really get to do them, though, is at the Strategicons. Uh, we're trying to get something together with my friend in Hollywood with uh, the B- Drum Barracks Battle Group for the Civil War miniatures. We want to start doing that again. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a completely other money sink and time sink and thing to spend your, uh, your precious free time on. Being a nerd is a money sink, though. 
Oh, absolutely. Instead of spending money on, uh, on you know, betting and drinking and, you know, spend, buying copious amounts of alcohol and things, you're spending your money on nerdy things. Books yeah. and games and... Okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm really glad I'm not a drug addict because I wouldn't be able to afford all the crap that I have. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, 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 am, I get high on plastic crack. Yeah. Well, what, what was the joke? Forty uh, k. <laughs> your kid. Your imagine. Even like imagine the gathering. Your kids want to have money for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so funny because so I go down to the game shop, right? And I don't have a lot of money to spend. I really don't. But I'm an adult with a good job. I work really hard. My husband works really hard. So if there's something I want. I'm going to fucking buy it, you know, within reason, right? And it's hilarious because I will go down to the local game shop and I will find, like, the magic cards that I want for my deck. Mm. Not that I'm competitive because I'm not, but, like, the ones, like, I'm like, oh, that's going to make my deck really great or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, like, $30 for the card. And I'm like, yeah, I need four of those. And I can watch the kids behind me. Not just kids, young adults, the guys that are like in their 20s or 24, you know, around there, like stammer. They're like, whoa, she's dropping all that money. Oh, yeah. And I'm and I'm like, it's an entire economy on its own. I mean, I've gone with Grant. Grant, again, he was obviously like my nerd guru and uh, my best friend for the longest time. We do all we used to do everything together. But uh, we'd go to Frankenstein's, that collectible card show out in the city industry, and they have a lot of vendors there that sell magic cards, and you could buy them in bulk, buy boxes, and he, he would do that. He'd spend $100 or whatever, buy a box of boosters, open them all, sell all the mythic rares, and more often than not, he'd make money, because the cards are worth so much. And it's it's ridiculous the, the way that the game itself has created its own economy with how with values of things. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought about it. They had an Ultimate Masters box that just came out, and I thought it's like $300. And I thought about dropping the $300 on the box just to sell the cards out of it because more often than not, if I sell the cards out of it, I'm going to make the money that I spent on the box back. Plus, easily have all the extra cards that I. You know, I thought about it. I was like, it's not a bad investment. No, it's not. Especially because the Ultimate Master Boxes are guaranteed to have so many, like, cards. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, people can actually, if you do it right and buy the right things at the right time and get lucky, you can actually make a pretty comfortable, I mean, that's how people start shops and have stores. And the guys at Franken, there's one guy at Frankenstein's, that's what he does for a living. He goes there, he buys and sells cards. That's all he does. Mhm. What about you, Bry? What, what, what's gonna, What's the kind of nerd you are in 2019? The yeah. big change was moving up here. Um, I think I. It's not that I'm domestic life has put it on hold. It's just moving has put it on hold. It's like my entire life changed, and I'm still a nerd. I just. I guess let's go into some biography. I work in IT, so that's nerdy. I still like comic books. I just haven't really bought any since I've been here. I haven't gotten in any kind of groove yet, and it's expensive. So, yeah, that's sort of been on hold. Um, We just put all our wall art up for the first time since I've been here, just like last week. 
So right. I have my Doctor Who stuff and my Godzilla stuff and my neighbor Trejo is up. Um, shout out to that past episode where I brought up my neighbor Trejo. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Um, I put, we, we haven't gotten the pops up yet, but we're planning something. This is actually kind of nerdy. Um, we found that at Hobby Lobby, they have baseball bat display cases that fit pop figures perfectly. Ooh, nice. That's good to know. So we're waiting for those to be 50% off so we can get them for 30 bucks. Uh-huh. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, the um, they have like the lift-up door, then the glass door on the front, and they look really, really good for top figures, and they're like the perfect height. I need you to send me the link to this thing. Let me put it for everybody. I'll put, I'll send it to you, and I'll put it on the Facebook page. So Hobby Lobby yeah. baseball bat display cases. I mean, my my latest obsession has been buying geeky T-shirts off Once Upon a Tea. Not that I'm not that we're paid from them or anything. I just I, I enjoy their products, so I, I shop from them. Once Upon oh, I mean, a Tea. I yeah, I love those guys. It's a uh, what they they have a whole bunch of T-shirts done by artists all over that are cover a variety of geeky uh, subjects and all kinds of stuff. And every week they put up, I think it's sixteen different uh, designs that are like thirteen bucks a shirt. But those designs are only available for that price for the week, and once they're gone, they go back to their normal like twenty-two dollars a shirt price. But, um, I'm I'm still playing Destiny Two. That's like my new thing. That was last year. That started last year. Um, I still play Diablo Three, which I've been doing for a long time since the month it came out. Um, I started playing Hearthstone again last year, so I've been playing that on occasion. Um, I watch a lot of nerdy TV. I watch all the comic book stuff. Um, watch all the Marvel movies when they come out. Um, I do want to say, as far as 2018 goes, Bohemian Rhapsody was my favorite movie. Still haven't seen it. Still upset about it. It was so good. It was so good. I recommend it to anybody. It was a very, very good movie. I mean, unless you hate biopics, then don't see it. Because it is that. But no, like, I was supposed to go see it with Matt, and he bailed on me. But I'm like going through this like nerdy transition right now where I'm just kind of trying to figure out who I am up here and, you know, trying to make friends. I, I, I'm at a new job, so I'm going through that transition. I'm, we just got our new apartment. We just moved into our two bedroom apartment, so I'm getting used to that. Um, yeah, it's going to take some time to figure it out. And, um, like I don't have a favorite comic book store or a favorite game shop yet. I don't ha- just don't have that yet. I've gone to a few. I've gone try to figure it out. I do have a few I like, and I think I found one I can start gaming yet. And I put a post on Reddit looking for a group because I'd like to start gaming again. I want to play in a home game because I miss that. I miss in-person home games. I just have a feeling that I'm going to go through a, a couple of groups of people I don't like before I find one that I really like. That's usually how it goes, though, especially when you're just trying to join a group. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's me. I'm I'm in a real transitionary part of my life and just trying to figure out who I am right now. I mean, you just uprooted your life and moved it somewhere else. I mean, for good reasons, but still, yeah. For the I mean, best reason. You're yeah. going to be in a really... I don't have be to a live while. in the fucking desert anymore. No, I mean, the best reason <laughs> is Heather. She's the best reason. Is she <laughs> She's right behind you right now? Make that joke. Yeah. <laughs> I can actually, like, see her glaring at you. <laughs> she didn't glare. She gave me an amused look when okay. she kind of looked at the sides of her eyes. It was, it was great. Okay. She's behind me doing something nerdy. She's playing, what's the game? 
Perfect World International. Oh, I've actually heard of that. Nice. Yeah, it's it's one of those uh, free play MMOs, and she really likes it. Very cool. Um, yeah, so, I, I, well, I I've never been farther away from Pathfinder and Starfinder in years, and but we're going to PaizoCon this year, so there nice. is that. I, we, I have our, gonna, we have our rooms booked, and I, I was going to say, in keeping with the theme, what, what's something you guys are looking forward to in the upcoming year? No, no, not Gen Con, PaizoCon. PaizoCon's in Washington. We're going to drive there. Yeah. I'm unhappy about this decision. I'll we'll go to Gen Con. I'll go to Gen Con again at some point. We'll we'll make a big deal. No, thing. you won't. You're never gonna do it, Brian. <laughs> Gen Con's really expensive. We'll go to Gen Con when we come to visit. We'll we'll make a summer trip and we'll all go to Gen Con. It'll be great. We'll go as two couples and we'll totally nerd out. It'll be a lot of fun. Okay. Remember, I have to after you know next year. It, well, after next June. I have to do a visit that is on the books. We have to figure out, and Heather has to come. We have to figure out how we're going to do that and when. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I still haven't so met far. Rowan yet. I know, and she's going to be too, and she's going to look at you super skip. Um, What am I looking forward to most of 2019? My wedding. I don't Good remember answer. asking that question. I did. You were talking. No, I don't remember anybody asking that question. I, 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 I did. You were talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was like, am I'm I on mute? What, what's going wedding, on here? Though. I'm very sad that I can't bring Rowan and Chris with me, though. Yeah. Are but you going to make it, David? I did rent no, a convertible. I, I honestly don't know. Um, yeah. I, I would love to be able to give you a definitive answer, but at this far out, I, I, I haven't made plans that far yet. I don't know. Well, you, you've got plenty of time. The invites aren't going out until like three months before. Yeah, and I should know more by then. I mean, I'd love to be able to, but yeah, we'll, well, we'll man, see. Man, I'm really on top of the ball. I've already booked my room, my rental car, and my plane ticket. Well, you're in the wedding party. Oh. Yeah, and who knows? It might it might end up being the, a longer road trip or something up there, or I might fly. I don't know. I, I hate flying, though. <laughs> <sighs> It's not fun. Well, I had to do it every week for like six months when I started my job a year and a half ago now. So, (laughs) yeah, I was flying to and from San Jose back down to Southern California every week for six months straight. Like for training for your job? Yeah, we'd leave at like four in the morning, Monday morning and fly back Friday afternoon. Wow. It was fun, though. You build robots or something? I do not. I build... uh, Stuff I can't really talk about. I'm intrigued. Space well, stuff. I, I can talk to you about it off air, but uh, I am not allowed to discuss things like that in public. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so what he's, kind of nerd he's do making you? The, he's. I'm. I'm going to totally make a joke here, and this mm. isn't what he. It, um, David is making the um, nerd podcast radio experimental portal for the government contractors that we hired. Damn it, Brian, you gave away the surprise. <laughs> God, it, was, it was supposed to be your wedding present, but yeah, you know, 2.0 fine. fine. Just, just spill the beans. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to do a bit about that right after the wedding. <laughs> a cardboard box and write extra dimensional portal on it. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 2.0. Oh, we need to do that. That would be great. So what kind of nerd stuff are you looking forward to in 2019, David? Well, um, there's a lot of good Marvel movies coming out I'm looking forward to seeing. I've 
got the game conventions already pretty much penciled in as far as doing stuff with because my friends from Vegas are going to come down. Grant's going to be in town, and and aside from that, I'm yeah, I I don't have my ear to the floor as much as I used to as far as the nerdy stuff going on and around, but I I I, I catch it as it comes. You want to hear something crazy? Sure. I am not excited about the new Avengers movie. I can't wait to see the new the the end of the rest of the Infinity War Infinity Gauntlet series. But no, I, I'm looking forward to um, Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel looks good too. I'm not interested in any of them. Why? Ah, like people are like, oh, have you seen the new trailer? Blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I'm more interested in Star Wars than I am the Marvel stuff right now. Like, I, I'm excited about because um, episode nine is this year, Star- right? Yeah, and I just want the next Star Wars movie. Yeah. Like I'm just like I'm I I feel like I'm over the Marvel MCU. And I I don't know why, but but I am. Because and you I'm saw even, Black Panther and nothing else can be good as good. <laughs> that was really good. Black Panther was no. really good, but I mean, I really loved the I, first Iron Man. I love the first Captain America. It was really good. The first Avengers was one of the best movies in the series in my opinion, but my favorite Marvel movie is Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier was good. Winter Soldier was really I, good. But 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 all of that aside, I don't know why I'm not like they're not doing anything wrong. I think everything's been really great, and I'm definitely going to go see it. But like, I have no desire to go see Aquaman. Yeah, and I know I, that's DC, and yeah. it's getting amazing reviews. Everybody's like, it's super super good. Yeah, they're saying they're saying it's as good as Wonder Woman was, and Wonder Woman was great. Well, so, to be to be fair, in the uh, in the 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 DCU, um, the the DCEU, whatever, the other movies are so bad that when you get a movie that's good, and Wonder Woman was good, there's no doubt about that. But it wasn't great; it was good. But compared to all the rest of the crap they've come out with, it looked like a gem. And it was a great movie. I had a lot of fun. I saw it several times, but it wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree. I, I really thought it was great. Okay. There were some rather large plot holes and stuff that needed to be explained. I, it wasn't. I, I thought that oh, the Ares thing was a little bad. Yeah, I it was. I didn't like Ares. <laughs> and it, it kind of just like came out of nowhere. Suddenly it's like, oh, right. And suddenly here's easier. And, yeah, and, but I'm not talking about that type of thing. I'm talking about um, the, the characters themselves, the way they were developed in the oh. story. Okay, yeah, I that was very well done. I never expect very much from storylines as far as comic book movies go just because they're they're comics. Like, there's only so much you can do. And yeah, they could be more thought out, but in fairness, like you said, it's a DC movie. I'm not expecting people to really know what the fuck they're talking about. I, I think but as far year... as the characters go, I think the character development was very good. I think for this year, I am very excited about the Marvel movies. I really want to see Endgame, and I want to know if the Wolverine rumors are true. They're probably not, but it's funny. If you yeah, Google but... Hugh Jackman, it lists um, Avengers Endgame as one of his movies. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, I don't oh, know who you don't know who he's playing true. though. He might just be. Or he might even just be himself. Or it knows? could just be a bug in the algorithm because people talk about it online. Yeah, this is true. Um, I mean, other things I'm looking forward to. The new Game of Thrones series is going to be good. Finally, 
It's going to be good. Oh, my um, God, yes. The new, it's All kinds of stuff's coming out this year, and it's going to be great. And yeah. I'm looking forward to all of it. I'm super excited for the end of Game of Thrones and for the beginning of the new series. So I'm ex- See, I'm very excited about those things. I'm very excited about Star Wars. And I'm kind of like, meh, with, like, Marvel. I'm, yeah. Like, I don't know why I'm over it, but I'm over it. I mean, I, I, I'm somewhat of a Star Wars purist. I love the expanded universe, and I don't think Disney should have shit-canned it the way they did. But I enjoy the movies. I'm not going to bash the, the new movies on the fact, oh, well, it's not this, so therefore it sucks. I mean, they're good movies. I enjoyed them. and But Star Wars canon, in my mind, will always be the expanded universe. You so. know what I'm really excited for for 2019? What? Our upcoming April Fool's episode. I'm honestly a little afraid now. I will talk to you guys about it off air. <laughs> but it's going to be amazing. I just thought about it while we were doing this now, and I think we can do an amazing April Fool's episode. Okay. Sounds good. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, it's time to play everybody's other favorite game. Ooh, the new favorite game. Um, that that one movie. Mm. So um, I just saw this movie. Um, oh, actually, no. I'm going to watch this movie um with Heather tonight or tomorrow. Um, that one movie with the guy from that, the bad Terminator movie, um, where he um, has to go into like a download thing on a computer and go to a world with a badly named metal. Oh, uh, Avatar? Yes. <laughs> the badly named metal so gave it away. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> the, the badly named metal gave it away. <laughs> Erica, you got one? Um. That one movie where you're never really sure what's happening with the guy because he's developing this game, but then we never know what's going to happen, and his choices keep changing. Bandersnatch. Yeah, it's because it was so good. It was so good. I loved it. <laughs> oh, my God. It was fantastic. I didn't know it was coming. I just turned on Netflix on the day it came out, and I was like, a choose-your-own-adventure? Black Mirror? Okay. I was amazed at how cool it was. Yeah, I actually it was haven't seen it so yet. Good. So. It's 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 straight up choose your own adventure. You choose your options at the bottom of the screen, and he does what you tell him to. Huh? Interesting. And they did it so well. And we won't spoil any of the surprises because yeah, there's some really cool ones. Yeah, please don't. I'll check it out. Yeah. Oh, but man. it's a choose your own adventure about. It's a choose-your-own-adventure film about a guy writing a choose-your-own-adventure video game based on a choose-your-own-adventure book. Huh. I used to love mm-hmm. choose-your-own-adventure books. Yeah, yeah those are my favorite. Yeah, it's, it is fabulous. Um, I was listening to The Nerdist once, and Chris Hardwick came up with this idea to do a choose-your-own-adventure movie where you actually get up and go into a different theater, where they play the whole thing in a big, giant movie theater, and you... If depending on what you choose, you actually get up and go to a different theater. And huh. I was thinking, I was like, when he said that, I was like, it would be better on something like Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Uh, and very they did it. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really great. Cool. The creator had to had to learn a programming language just to do it. Sounds pretty. Uh, pretty. I don't remember what the programming language was though. I I, I was watching a thing on it. Ah, damn it, I can't remember the name of it. Mm. But okay. yeah, they and they had to build flowcharts for it, and it's just it was really really cool. I I I think my favorite thing about it, still no spoilers, is mm-hmm. that if you you choose the kind of music he listens to, it plays that music in the background. Oh wow, mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah. kind of cool. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, it was fantastic. Yeah, we're going to have, um, so we watched it for our movie night the other night. We have friends over, and so we, like, like as we were choosing, like, it was, like, we were voting on which way we were going to go as a group. Mm. And so we're going to do it again with the same movie and choose the opposite of everything we had chosen before. So. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I oh, hope I, they do more. Apparently, they have done a few on Netflix. They did them with kids stuff. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, because they were testing it on children to see if adults could handle it. <laughs> that's hilarious. Because if kids can handle it, then adults definitely can. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I was trying to think. I was trying to think of this one movie I saw where uh, a case of mistaken identity uh, leads to uh, shenanigans and a uh, beverage being spilled. Oh, um, um, the Big Lebowski. That's the one. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I, I, that's that one movie where the guy gets thrown out of a cab for hating the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was at karaoke once, hanging out in the smoking area, and um, they were playing the. Someone was doing the Eagles. I came out, and someone was singing Hotel California inside, and I came out, and I said. I just had to come out because I hate the Eagles so much. And they looked at me and said, where's your white Russian? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Oh, all right. That was a good game. I have a promotion I have to do. Um, Nerd Podcast Radio is going to be, well, I representing Nerd Podcast Radio is going to be at NanoCon in, um, at Lower Columbia College in Washington on um, March um, um, 29 through 30 and um, Odin Abbott is also going to be there um, special mm-hmm. major celebrity guests uh, Doug Jones the guy who played um, Abe Sapien and Deadpool is going to be there really oh. yep. that's cool um, they're also doing NanoCon Science Fiction um, Festival they're doing a, a the a science NanoCon International Film Festival they're going to do that 22 22- March 22nd through 29th times and locations are very, you have to look at the website to get those. Um, there, uh, the rest of the guests are going to be, um, Odin, um, Stovacor, the Klingon heavy metal band. Nice. Yeah. It's going to be quite an event. That sounds, um, like, that sounds like a lot of fun. There's going to be lots of workshops, guest presentations, panels and discussions, tabletop games, live action, role playing games, console and PC gaming room. <laughs> Vendors and artists, um, T-shirts and other posters will be available. There's going to be a vendor room. Um, if you are interested, you can go to. I didn't. The website is not on the press release. Nanocon Washington 2019. No, 2019. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, nanocon.co. You go to nanocon.co for information on that. Um, we're really excited about that. I'm going to be doing an episode with Odin Abbott on the Saturday day of the con. Um, also we'll have an opportunity to interview some people from the con, hopefully. Um, and it's going to be a big blast. Um, really, really looking forward to it. So if you, even if you're not going to be in the Washington area, come and check out this con and they've, it's really, really cool. They've done, this is the second one, I believe. 
I forgive me if I've gotten that wrong, but it's supposed to be a really, really cool event. And Odin and myself are going to be there. So if you want to meet us, come out to NanoCon uh, in Longview, Washington, Lower Columbia College in Longview, Washington. It sounds like a lot of fun. And the locations for the film festival are um, on the website. So, yeah, there's NanoCon. So, yeah, it, it's yeah. going to I'm really, really looking forward to it. Uh, March twenty, March twenty ninth and thirtieth, and if you want to check out the film festival, it's twenty two through twenty nine. You can get the information on the website nanocon.co. Anybody got anything else to promote? Uh, not that anyone would want to, but if you want to come hang out with me at Strategicon in February, I'm going to be at the Hilton Hotel for that entire weekend. Let me look up the dates. That is the LAX Hilton in, uh, yes. L- in Los Angeles, and it's President's Day weekend. Yes, it is. Which is the. Uh, the website uh february can, 15th through the 18th you, you can, can get information on that event at strategicon.net brian is the man uh, i will be there the entire weekend uh my friend grant will also be there the entire weekend we're more than happy to chat about anything and everything and uh yeah that's orcon this time right yeah Orcon that's the tabletop then, event tabletop uh, he, game yes and i'll also be there for game x on memorial day and i'll also be there for gateway on labor day <laughs> yeah game x so the way Strategicon works is they have they do all the three day weekends except for Veterans Day, and um, each one has a theme, but all of them have everything. Yes. So Oricon is their big tabletop gaming event. GameX is their big board gaming event, and Gateway is their big RPG event. But you can play all the different kinds of games at everything. Yes. They have a video game room. They have a board game room. They have a huge board game room, mm-hmm. and um, it is a really good place to go if you want to make a Will Wheaton sighting. Yes. He does a wild Will Wheaton does tend to appear. <laughs> yes, uh, I've I've I, I've heard about many wild Will Wheaton sightings. I've never actually seen him there. Yeah, I, I saw him once. I wanted to go say hi, but he seemed like he was in an angry mood, so I left him alone. <laughs> I met the guy who played Zach on Bones. Nice. Yeah, he runs the um, the Settlers of Catan group in L.A. Oh, very cool. What character is that? Um, Zach. The guy who was a super smart lab technician on Bones who ended up becoming um, he ended up like um, becoming the assistant to a cannibal and ended up going to jail. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. And then he came back at the end of the show. Never watched the end of the show. It was good. They 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 signed it off pretty well. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much it for my con appearances. I'm. Can't think of anything else coming up that I know if I'm definitely going to. I'm going to try and make your wedding. I'll, like I said, I'll see how that goes as we get closer to the date. Oh, and, and, and uh, the, El, the Los Angeles Renaissance Fair is going to be starting up again in April. Oh, and that I'm, is I'm, a great place to go if you want to meet David. I'm a cast see, member. I'm yes. there every weekend. <laughs> go to Los Angeles Ren Fair and you see yeah. David in his awesome hat. Ah, uh, yes, I love my hat. I will uh, definitely be talking about that more as we get closer to it. Because it's a lot of fun, and it's it's something that I really, really enjoy being a part of. And Do you get paid to do that? Some people do. The job I do, I do not. But I get free entrance, and I get free parking, and all the other fun, all the other perks of getting to go there. So, What job do you do, do you there? get free food? Uh, I work at the front gate. Uh, I work for a group called Friends of Fair. We're one of the guilds uh, there. There are several of them. I don't know them all off the top of my head. 
Um, and I work at the front gate. I do uh, meeting and greeting customers as they come through, and I help peace tie weapons because it's a family-friendly place, and you're allowed to bring your costume weapons and everything, even real swords. We're just going to tie them so you can't draw them out of your scabbards. <laughs> okay. I think before I knew you, you did that for me. More than likely. I'm, I've been doing it now for four or five years. So, <laughs> so yeah, a lot of cool, exciting things coming up. Brian and I got in a fight one time when we were leaving the Renaissance Fair because of the traffic. Yeah. Oh, no. There's there's a specific reason. Because I don't even remember what the reason was. I, I remember just remember the that there was traffic. Because we I cut in line. Oh, you're because, one of those. Okay. Because I pulled my car all the way to the front and just squeezed myself in. And she got so mad at me for doing that. <laughs> because I cut in line. Because I, 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 I have no... I have no conscience about doing that. It doesn't bother me at all. If they let me in, it's their fault. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I just, yes. I just remember I, I got that day. I got a really cool cloak that and we got a really, really cool big cloak. fight. <laughs> did I tell you what TJ and I did at Ozfest at the same line? No. Um, TJ threw on a uh, orange vest, a reflective vest, and went outside of the car and directed traffic and directed uh. me in. And then I pulled over and he got in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Yep. Yes, I am a line cutter when it comes to cars. Oh, that's good. So that was our episode today. We talked about what happened in 2018, what's going to happen in 2019. Um, thank you guys for being here. It was a good talk. Yeah. Always fun. Yay! I was Super Vegan Brian, and I was joined by Kirstie Smartverka. Good night, everybody. And David Theobald the Third. Bye, everybody. Who um, is not drunk on Benadryl? <laughs> this has no, been... no. I am, I am, I am, I am high as fuck off Dayquil currently. So. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Stay awesome. Say goodnight, Erica. David, cut her off. I still don't have that power. You keep telling me to do this.